Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Amber's Happy Hour here on a Sunday fun day. It is the last weekend of February and that means the month of love segment here on Amber's Happy Hour is officially coming to an end, which is so, so sad. I mean, it doesn't stop me from, you know, talking about relationships in the future, but you know, just the idea of month of love is now over and we're going to end it off with this episode being about heartbreak. It's sad to end it like this, I know, but think about it. You know, you go through dating, you go through relationships, and sometimes you're going to have to go through a breakup, you know, you're going to have to deal with that heartbreak. So I thought, you know what, we're going to have to bring it up. We're going to have to leave it to the end, unfortunately, but as sad as it might be, it's life, you know? So we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about ways to go through with it, you know, coping mechanisms when it comes to a heartbreak, you know, what it is that, that helps you kind of get past those emotional feelings and you know what are ways to help you get back into it you know um questions about like being friends with your ex still dating within a friend group and how awkward it can be later on all these questions are all going to be brought up in this episode so i think it's just time to like get into it you know normally i crack a cold one you know to start the episode but Amber's happy hour is unfortunately hungover today, so I won't be, but that doesn't mean you guys don't have to. Enjoy your Sunday fun day, crack a cold one. Let's get into this freaking episode. So when it comes to breakups, oh my God, just thinking about breakups is so, so sad, but it's good in a way where, okay, you're probably like, wait, how is a breakup even good? It's good in a way where it actually teaches you a little bit about yourself, cliche I know but you do learn from your breakups you know you learn what it is that you want or need you know who you are as a person and what you need to love about yourself first before you can start loving someone else all those things come up with a breakup which is very cliche and weird to say but it is true you could ask a lot of people and they would say you know what I've learned from my past relationships what it is that I need in my you know future relationships or I'm in a relationship right now and what I've learned from my past has made a huge impact on my present relationship and it's helped my relationship become stronger based on what I've experienced before. So it is true. You do experience something in your relationship that does teach you something in the future. And that goes with anything in life, to be honest. Like it doesn't have to be just from a breakup or a relationship, you know, school. Like you learn something and then you use that in the future, you know, your experiences with socializing with people and all that stuff. Like it helps you in the future. So just as like, a breakup would it'll help you in the future so i want to get into the start of a breakup like the beginning part of just knowing that it's coming you know sometimes you can know sometimes you can't and you know for those who kind of have an understanding of oh my god a breakup's coming that goes based on probably the way your relationship is at that point you know you realize the conversations aren't there you know the emotional connection and the effort is not in there within those conversations and within the time you guys spend together, you kind of realize that, you notice that. And from there, when the breakup does come, like you kind of see it coming and you're like, you know what, I totally understand because I wasn't feeling it anymore and neither were you, it's fine. But there comes breakups where you just didn't see it coming. And let me tell you, when you don't see it coming, that shit hurts, okay? You guys, that shit hurts, especially if like, you're the person who like still felt like there was something there 
And then the other person comes in and says, sorry, like, listen, I just haven't felt it anymore. You know, like, it's just not working out. And they use that classic cliche line. It's not me. It's no, no, sorry. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. And it's just like, what? Those breakups are the worst. They are. They're so shitty to go through. It's just like knowing that not knowing, sorry, that a breakup was coming and now you're just wondering, okay, what do I go through? And especially when it just hits you out of nowhere, that emotional roller coaster that you go through is so much harder than going through that emotional roller coaster when you already knew the breakup was coming. Because now you're questioning, you know, you start to think, what did I do wrong? What went, what was even right in this relationship? You know, like, where did it all start falling apart? Like, you try, kind of, start to look back into your relationships, your conversations, everything like that. And you start to think, okay, what is it? You start to play the blame game, pretty much. You just play the blame game. You start blaming yourself on everything. And it puts you through a lot, especially mentally. People don't realize that like breakups put you through a lot mentally as a person because now you're feeling all these emotions, but you're also having all these thoughts about yourself, you know, you're putting such a negative impact towards your, you know, mental well-being. And, you know, it just sucks. It fucking sucks to go through that. It really does. Based off personal experiences, like as much as I didn't see my breakup coming when it did, I had a feeling that it was going to come eventually, if that makes sense. Like I, the day it happened, I didn't expect it to happen that day, but I did expect it to eventually come up you know so not knowing when it was coming that day it that was unexpected for me and I did have to go through something where I was like I didn't know what I was supposed to deal with you know I was emotional a lot of things were going through my head like was this really what I wanted did I really want to go through this like you know was it even worth it no all these stuff were going through my head but the emotional impact and the mental impact that it had on me was fucking ridiculous like I kid you not was fucking ridiculous you go through all these things and you don't even realize how much it impacts you, you know? Like, like I had to go through a lot, I feel like, especially mentally. Like, that was a year that I got to go to Europe, you know, for the first time and obviously pre-pandemic. And I didn't really think about it then. You know, I took that time to be like, no, I'm away from the situation pretty much. Like, let me just enjoy my trip. So, you know, I did that. I had so much fun. I come back and now I'm back into the environment where it all happened and as much as I thought that going away would help with it, it didn't. And so when I came back, I did have to realize that, okay, this actually still happened. It's real. You know, I have to deal with it now. So my way of dealing with it was, yes, you know, you go in your room, you cry. Like, you cry, honestly. And crying during a breakup is fucking okay. Like, I think crying with anything is okay. But even just like, like for me, I felt music helped me a lot. And that's when I had asked on my Instagram poll this week, like, Hey guys, like who listens to music when they're going through a heartbreak, you know, then they're going through this emotional feelings. And a lot of you honestly voted you guys. Yeah, I listen to sad music or I have a sad playlist. And you know, you guys have that go to song. And that's what I feel like. I feel like the music really connects to you. Like, yes, I listen to sad music regardless if it's a breakup or not. But during that, you actually feel it. You know, you feel like a connection with it. People do with that. There's also the idea of dealing with it by getting distractions, like being distracted and stuff. And I have that as well, you know. I would be going and hanging out with my friends, you know, just like kind of ignoring what happened. But I felt like that also played a really negative impact towards it because I didn't let myself actually accept 
what had happened. And I feel like that's a very common, you know, issue that comes up when people go with go through breakups is not giving them time to accept what had happened because later on when they realize or when they finally are, I guess, air quoting, accepting it, it hits them harder. You know, you have to let yourself kind of go through it, accept what has happened. And yeah, it is shitty. I know no one wants to feel that. No one wants to go through it. But in order to kind of move past it and to kind of grow from it is is to accept it. And if you don't accept it, then it makes it like literally a hundred times harder to even like process what the fuck just happened you know so yes you don't want to accept it yeah i get that you don't want to go through that feeling of just being you know that breakup feeling i totally get that but trust me process it people take the time to accept what just happened because at the end of the tunnel it's gonna be fucking amazing so you need to get your ass through that fucking tunnel and literally you're gonna love what it's like afterwards because of what you're you know what you process, what you go through, what you learn from it is fucking amazing. So let yourself do that. Like let yourself go through it. I know you don't want to, but trust me, you have to. <laughs> you know what also comes with breakup is like how you break up with the person. You know, like how are you going to bring this conversation up and where are you going to have this conversation? How are you going to have this conversation? I think the number one rule when it comes to breaking up with someone is never break up over text never do that i feel like that's just low like it's unfair for the person too like you know you guys especially like if it's been like somewhat plus years of a relationship like you know you guys deserve to have this breakup in person like it's easier that way you know you also like kind of have a better understanding of like what is being said because i feel like if it's on text you kind of misread what was happening or you kind of like start to like read between the lines and like be like oh but did they did they mean it like this like what was their tone when they said this you know what i mean like why would they say this and all that stuff compared to like in person like you can either say like no i didn't mean this this is what i meant or like you know you could say something and they'll be able to understand what you're trying to get based on the tone because they're hearing it in person over text no 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 because people will change up all this shit and then it's like you think you're gonna have like a civil ending to your relationship and then it's not all based on your fucking text messages and you're just like fuck like whatever so i think in person is always the best bet on that situation never 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 over text there comes a time where you know people do it over the phone like facetime or whatever because you know maybe that's the only option you have because you guys can't meet in person whatever And that's kind of okay because you're still seeing face to face. But I think just like if you have it, just fucking do it face to face. If that's the like if that opportunities opportunities there, take that because it's just it's just fucking rude. Like (laughs) like it's just fucking rude to be like, um, listen, like we need to end it. Like it's not right. And then you send text. You send the text and that's it. Like it's just it's just so fucking shitty like it is honestly so so shitty especially like after you break up with them say over text and then you happen to like you know run into them a couple months or whatever a year later and it's just awkward because it's like oh we broke up over text like did you guys do you really feel like that's even like a full closure like do you even feel like breaking up with someone on text do you even get like that full closure i don't think you do like i think 
You actually need to be there in person to actually get that closure. If that all makes sense. You're all probably like, okay, yo, chill the fuck out. Why are you yelling? I'm not yelling. I'm just saying, like, don't fucking break up with someone over text. It fucking sucks. I've seen it and I hated it. So man up, both girls and guys, and fucking just break up with them in person. It's not fucking hard. Like, literally, you spent all this time with them. I think you can spend a little bit more time just to be like, yo, it's not working out. We're done. So I read this thing online where it was like this article of like the seven stages of going through a breakup. And the first stage was the shock phase. So, you know, you don't expect a breakup. It came out of nowhere. You don't realize that this was even going to take place. And now it does. You don't realize what's about to hit you next. And then the second stage was the denial stage. And, you know, that's just like, you don't believe that it happened. You don't want to accept it. You know, you, you're kind of just hoping that all this was just like a little misunderstanding. Like there's still like a little hope that it's not true. It's going to be, everything's going to be okay. And then it gave out lists of like questions that if you can answer yes, then you're definitely in the denial stage. And the questions were like, um, are you constantly waiting for the phone or to ring or checking texts and social statuses? So, you know, just like, constantly be like okay you know i'm just gonna he's he's they're gonna text like they're gonna be like yo listen like it was a mistake or whatever or they're gonna you know call you up and be like or whatever and then you'll check on social media like especially instagram and like you know their posts their stories all that stuff just kind of get an idea of like oh like what are they doing like everything seems okay um the other question was do you spend most of the day thinking back to your happy moments together and i think that also comes with what I had mentioned before is like constantly looking back to like what went wrong, what was right in the whole situation. So it's like in this point, you kind of just ignore all the wrong that happened and you just kind of focus on the good, which is like cool. Like, yeah, I get it. But it's like, dude, clearly there's negative things that happen in that relationship for it to not work out. And you can't just ignore it. You can't just shut those moments out because it's like there's a reason why they happen and there's a reason why you guys broke up. So it's like you have to make sure those play a huge factor into you looking back into your relationship. I feel like people tend have a tendency of like ignoring their the negative stuff that comes with their with that relationship, especially the negative stuff about that person so that they can make it seem like this. No, this relationship is honestly like beautiful. It's just fucking rainbows and all this shit. It's like you can't do that. You can't just ignore the negative. Like it's just it doesn't work like that, you know, and then it was. Do you see your partner everywhere or only to realize that it wasn't really them? Okay, okay. You're probably like, wait, what? Like, you know, maybe like little things that kind of remind you of them that you're like, oh my God, they're here. But it's like, wait, that's not even them. Like, you know, you just start hallucinating. You're just like, oh my God, like I can't accept this. Like I can't go through this. This is weird. Another one was, do you read or sorry, do you write text, emails and letters to assure them of your love? Okay, well, if you say yes to that, then it's like, dude, like, you guys broke up. Why the fuck are you still writing to them in the first place? Like, why are you texting them in the first place, you know? Um, And then the other one was, do you look, do you try to look extra attractive in order to make them regret their decision? And honestly, I feel like for girls, a lot of us do that because it's like, oh my God, that's my ex. I'm going to fucking do it to make sure that like, They'd be like, oh, man, I shouldn't have broke up with her. Like, whatever. Like, yeah, girls do that all the time. But I feel like I don't know if guys go through that, if they even think that. But I know girls do that. And yeah, we just do that. It's like our natural instinct. Like, you just want to do that. But it doesn't 
like for me i know it doesn't mean that like me being like oh i'm gonna look really really good so if so and so sees me blah 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 but it's, i'm not trying to do it for them to be like come back into my life it's more just kind of like just so you know i'm fucking happy with where i am and i'm content with my life that us no longer being together doesn't have that much of an impact on me i think i see it like that when i do that situation i don't see it in a way where i'm like oh my god i look really good like you're gonna regret it come back to me kind of thing like no that's just not how i would see it but you know some people think differently the other stage in this is the mad phase so i feel like the anger stage in this whole thing you know and that goes with like there was questions with that one as well it was like um are you withholding the breakup from family and friends and i just want to say like those relationships where you know you're with someone and they've met your family and friends and all that stuff really close people to your lives and it just doesn't work out it's that conversation sometimes to tell your family that like so-and-so is no longer in my life is like how to bring that up or it's like if you even if you don't tell them and they eventually start asking like oh how so-and-so like whatever and you're just like oh you know it didn't work out it is awkward I'm not gonna say it's not but that also goes with like I had brought that up with my mom it's like what if I introduce someone to the family and you know we thought it would it was gonna go well like you know we thought it was gonna go somewhere and unfortunately it didn't how does that feel on the family, like the parents and all that stuff? And it was just kind of like, yes, we understand that that happens. Like you meet someone, you think that this is the one. It, it does happen and sometimes it doesn't work. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just like, just be honest about it. You know, tell us how it is. Like, just be like, hey, listen, it didn't work out, unfortunately. And, you know, this is that's just how it is. It No one's going to look differently, like look at you differently. No one's going to be upset with you. Just... They just want to know that you're happy, you're okay, as long as you're going through this, you know, and you're not alone. That's all that kind of matters, pretty much. So I feel like holding it back from your family of being like, oh, we're not together, like, it's okay. Just let them know, like, yeah, people are going to talk shit, but people are going to talk shit regardless of what anyone does. It doesn't matter if you broke up with someone, you know, you could be working somewhere, you could be doing school, you know, at a university, and people are going to talk shit no matter what it is, because that's all they want to fucking do. Like everyone talks shit, but it's like, don't let that impact you on your breakup and what you're going through. And don't let that like kind of stop you from telling those around you who were somewhat involved or somewhat know about the relationship because, you know, like it's just going to make it harder for you when they constantly keep asking you and being on your back, like, where are they? What's up? Blah, blah, blah. And then you just have to keep acting like everything's okay when it's not because it's okay to express that everything's not okay, especially during a breakup. Okay, and then the fourth stage was the emotional roller coaster phase, which I feel like everyone kind of goes through pretty much. And then there was questions with that too. It was like you start to question, and I had mentioned this earlier before, like you start to question things about your relationship. Like, was it even worth it? Was all this stuff like true? You know, what 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 we went through, was that even real? You start to think these. And these are the questions that they were saying too. Is like, do you feel that you will ever, you will never be happy again? And I feel like that's the number one thing that people kind of question after a breakup. It's like, I will never be able to be happy again. I'll never be able to love someone again and all that stuff. It's just kind of like, no, like you will be able to go through that. You will be able to love someone again and find happiness and all that stuff. Like you just have to understand like this wasn't it. Like, you know what I mean? Like I've mentioned this so many times in my episodes and just like on my social media and all that stuff. And I just preach it like crazy. But 
Not everyone is meant to stay in your life forever. And I don't think I can emphasize that enough. It's like, yes, people come into your life and you think they're amazing and like this is the best relationship or friendship, whatever it may be that you've ever had. And then they disappear. Like they just leave your life like that's it. It's all over. And you start to wonder, okay, wait, what? Like, why do they leave all this stuff? It's like, but that doesn't mean that your life is ending. That just means that 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 certain point in your life, that relationship ended, but another is about to begin. Another one is about to, you know, happen again. So it's like in this situation, like, yes, you're not, you feel like you're never going to be happy again. You're never going to love someone. You're never going to find someone. It's like, you can't go with that mindset. You know, you have to be like, you know what? Unfortunately, this one didn't work, but the next one I know is going to be real because in order for me to go and find that real relationship was to get out of this one that I thought was real. Like you, you learn from your mistakes. You learn from your experiences. And I've said that before, like you learn from your breakup. Like this breakup wasn't it because something else better, someone better, sorry, is coming next. You know what I mean? Like you have to think of it like that. Like you have to look ahead and be like, you know what? This happened for a reason because something else is coming. So that's what that with that question like you don't think that you'll never be happy again you will it just takes time you have to be able to accept it and then just kind of know that okay something's coming something's coming you just have to like really keep that positive mindset yeah it's hard I get it you're like Amber it's really fucking hard because it's a breakup I totally get that I'm not saying it's gonna be so fucking easy but I'm just saying like remember that in the back of your head like this is not the end you know what I mean um there's a lot of other questions that came up with it too it's like do you have difficulties performing your daily duties do you feel helpless do you feel unloved and abandoned have you lost interest in everything do you often wish that you could just like lie down there and just like sleep for the rest of the day you know yes those all those questions do come in because you're starting to put all these negative thoughts into your head like everything that you're doing and everything that's going on you're just looking at it in such a negative form like you know, everything you're finding is so difficult and you don't want to go to work. You don't want to go to school. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to do it. Yes, there are times where that is going to happen. You're going to feel like that, but that's only for a little while. Yes, you can feel like that. I'm not saying you can't feel those. You can, but it's only for a little bit. If you start to let it happen for longer, then that's what's going to make it harder for you to find something new and to get over the breakup. You have to go through those but don't let yourself go through it long enough. And I feel like that also comes with the idea of like having a really close group of people in your life, your friends, you know, your family, whoever it may be that knows about your relationship and knows that, you know, this is what you're going through. It's like having that support group means so fucking much because they're the ones that are going to help you. They're the ones that are going to, you know, help you get through with it and push you through your day, like to get you out of bed, to get you to do things like all that stuff. It's like, talk to anyone talk to somebody about your feelings like I mentioned this before when it comes to your mental health yeah talk to someone this is the same thing because breakups do have an impact on your mental health you need to talk to someone about it express how you're feeling write it down anything that it can be to get your feelings that you're thinking up there out into like the universe kind of thing is so so important and once you do all of that you have the acceptance phase you know you're finally at the point where okay this is real this breakup actually did happen like you know I you know I'm I am single this is what happened this is why we broke up you know 
And you start to question and you start to answer these questions like, yes, this is true. Like, have you acknowledged that the breakup happened? Yes. You know, yes, it happened. Yes, this breakup took place. And unfortunately, like as much as I don't want to believe it, it's true. And I'm okay with it. You know, do you feel like you can manage your daily tasks much better? Like, yes, I'm getting out of bed now. I'm able to take a shower, you know, like I'm able to go to work, school. I'm doing all this stuff. I'm starting to get back into my routine and like just putting myself back out there. You know, do you feel much more hopeful that you can get over them? Yes, because now I'm like accepting of what happened. I'm accepting that, you know what? They will not be no they will no longer be in my life and I'm okay with that because now I know that going forward I'm able to get over them and I know that the future is looking better. You go through all that. Are you showing more interest in events and other people? Like yes. You know, I my friends want to go out like yes I'm saying I want to go too you know I'm not saying no I'm not feeling well whatever I'm not finding an excuse to stay in bed longer and to feel more miserable I'm actually being like no I want to go out there I want to be happy I want to be good with what's going on and all that and I want to socialize I want to interact with new people and meet new friends and all that stuff so if you're going through that yes kudos well done you made it to the acceptance phase but you had to go through those tough three phases first in order to get there. And nobody kind of wants to do that. And I get that, but you have to do that in order to get to this point where you're happy and you're more content with everything. And you accept that all of this is real and I'm, you know, you're okay with it. And with acceptance comes the next stage, stage six, which is your conscience disengagement phase. So your letting go phase, you know, you start to Now you're happy, but now you have to kind of come with these questions in your head. Like, have you released all your anger towards yourself and your ex during that anger stage when you expressed everything, you wrote it all out, you know, and you expressed that I'm upset, I'm upset. Did you let it all out? You know, have you given up all the negative and false belief systems like, you know, no, this breakup shouldn't have happened. Like, no, I don't believe that this even took place. Like, this wasn't even real. All that kind of stuff like are you over that? Are you over that constant reminder and that constant like negative thoughts? Like, is that done and over with? Do you know that you can survive alone? Do you realize that, yes, we broke up and, you know, the thought of, oh, I'm never going to be happy again, but coming to a realization where I was like, yes, I am. I'm going to be so fucking happy on my own. I'm going to be good on my own. I'm going to learn to love myself. I'm going to learn to go through this self-growth, self-worth, all this stuff first before I can go ahead and express that to my new relationship that I know is going to be amazing you know you can you say that out loud that yes I can survive alone do you start to have a clear idea of like why this relationship failed you know like okay yeah this is what it was unfortunately we did not you know click in some areas in our lives and we didn't agree on some points but I'm okay with it I accept that you know all these questions like are you able to say it confidently and like to know that this is what it is you know Do you catch yourself feeling more good, like, you know, good about yourself often and you're just like not thinking back into your relationship, like before your relationship and your breakup was all that was on your mind and now it's just like, it's starting to get into the back of your head to the point where it'll no longer be in your head, like it's gone, you know, can you talk to your ex without completely breaking down? Are you able to see them in person, you know, whether you run into them or, you know, they're at the same event or whatever, whatever it may be. Are you able to kind of, even if you don't talk to them, you know, hey, you guys agreed, like, listen, we just can't be that couple that we just can't be with each other. We can't talk to each other. 
but you're okay that when you do see them, you don't have this like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, they're here. Like, what do I do? Like, I, I, I want to talk to them. I'm so upset. Like, I wish we didn't break up. Do you still have that? If you don't and you're like, you know what? Hey, that so-and-so's here. I'm okay with it. I'm still going to have my good time. Like, I'm going to enjoy my time tonight, all that stuff. Then it's like, okay, good. You're you're accepting that, you know? Do you Do you start to just believe that you finally made it towards the end of the tunnel? You know, like how I said, like, Yes, going through the end of the tunnel is it's the there's the light, there's the goodness that's coming up next, but you had to go through that tunnel in order to find it. Do you feel like you finally made it? Do you feel like you finally went through that fucking tunnel and you're like, "Holy shit, I did it. It took me so long, but I did it." You know, like do you feel like you have that confidence and strength back, you know? All that, you know, you went through these stages and do you feel like you're finally good and you've processed all that and that you can move on? And that leads into the last stage, which is the moving on phase. So, you know, do you understand like what it is that you need? Like, do you know your own needs? Do you respect yourself enough that you like are ready to move forward and love someone? And I feel like this isn't preached enough, which totally get it. Like, you know, some people just don't believe it. But do you feel like you love yourself enough where you can now love someone else? Because the thing is, people don't realize when you're in a relationship, you are, you know, you're, there's someone else in your life now. Like, you know, as it, it, rude as this may probably sound, but it's like you have another responsibility. Like you're, you're one, you're responsible for yourself, but now you're responsible for another person's feelings, for someone's emotions and, and all that kind of stuff. Like you're there for them. Can you handle that? If you can handle that, then I feel like you're ready. But if you feel like, no, I can't even handle my own emotions, my own, you know, mental well-being and how I'm feeling. It's like, then you're just not ready for that step. But that doesn't mean that you're not over the breakup. You are. But, you know, you just, hey, I just don't want to work on myself a little bit more, which is totally fine. It's the, it's not a, oh, I got to get over this breakup and then I got to get ready for another relationship. It's not like that. No, no, no. And I feel like people do that. They think that, oh, I'm over this relationship. I'm ready for another one. It's like, no, honey, like you're not like, you need to, one, yes, accept what happened in this breakup. Know that it happened. Now just take the time to learn about yourself. Learn what it is that you like. What is it that you want? What is it that you, you know, want to do in your life? You know, whatever it may be. Learn that. Take that time to do that. I did that. Honestly, I did that personally where I was like, after this breakup, I was so like, this person, this person, this person. And I didn't ever focus on myself and that's what had a huge impact on that breakup was because I just didn't focus on me and then I always would complain that I'm just not doing well mentally you know I was always in a depressed depressed state my anxiety was so bad at that time I was just going through all these things and I just didn't give the time to really care for myself so after the breakup I was kind of like oh my god the breakup happened like I was going through all these emotions I was angry I would deny it I went through my stages I did And when I finally got to the letting go and moving on phase, yes, I had let go of the relationship, but no, I did not want to move on. Not because I was still hooked on the relationship, because I still felt I needed to work on myself a little bit longer. Oh my God, that was a Jonas Brothers line. If you know that song, you know. But, you know, like I, and I'm so happy to say that because within that, I learned a lot a lot about my mental health and like what it is that's you know really 
triggers it, you know, what has an impact on it and what it is that I need to work on, you know, what it is that I need in life. And that's when I started to realize about school and like I want to move. And I learned all these things after my breakup because I finally let myself grow and I let myself love me for who I am. Because now going forward, I know that this is not what I want in a relationship. This is what I want. You know, like this is who I am. And I don't want to change that because I'm in a relationship and I need someone to accept that this is who I am. Like I'm a very independent person. Yes, I want to do things on my own. I'm not saying I don't want to do things with you guys or with the person that I'm with, but it's just like, I need to be able to still have my me time because my me time is so important and I've learned how much I enjoy that that I don't want to let that go because of a relationship again because I have already seen myself when I don't have my me time in a relationship and I don't want to be that Amber again. I want to be someone that I am now. So I think there it comes with that. Like It's like you don't need to move on quickly. You don't need to go into the next relationship. You can take this time to... One, accept that that was a relationship. You let it go. But now move on to yourself. Don't move on to someone else. Move on to yourself where you can now grow and love yourself as a person. Because damn, guys, you don't understand how fucking amazing it is to realize how much you learn about yourself and how much you love yourself. You're just like, holy shit, like this is amazing. Like you're just this completely different person. Trust me. Go through that because once you go through that, you'll be ready to conquer the fucking world and conquer the next relationship. Like you will be able to do that. Picture this. Both your friends broke up and now you're stuck in the middle because you're all in the same friend group. What do you do? Let me fucking tell you what you do. You don't even know what to do because you're like, uh, uh, like, I don't know. So that's the that I feel like that's like a little bit of an issue when it comes to like dating within your friend group because some people have done it and it works cool I have no issue with that kudos to you whatever you know some cases it doesn't and there's nothing wrong with that but just to date within the same friend group is probably so shitty and to be that couple like you guys need to like understand that one it's like okay hey listen like you know, we're still friends with so-and-so. We're all friends, whatever. But you guys need to be like, and you know, you need to know that the way you guys are ending is on a civil note. Like don't have it impact those around you. Like don't have people choose sides. I feel like people do that. Like breakups always, sometimes it's always a situation where you end up having to like choose sides or you're like stuck in that situation where you feel like, oh my God, do I have to pick now? Like, I don't know. Like, or it's like the awkward part where it's like, oh, hey, we're having a party, but like, we'll invite you, but we don't worry, we won't invite so-and-so, or it's like, oh, is so-and-so going to be there? And it's like, oh my God, now as those friends, you're in like this awkward position because you're like, what do I do? Like, you know, like, how do I deal with this situation? Like, oh my God, my friends, you know, they don't, can't be in the same room together. It's, I was, (laughs) this is so funny because we talked about this on the radio too, but they even said, they're like, it's like divorced parents. Like they just can't be in the same room together. And it fucking sucks to be the friends. Like, as in like the kids, you know, like it sucks to be that. So I think dating within your friend group, like, okay, cool. Like it happens, whatever. No one can stop anyone from that. But it's like, you guys need to make sure you make it clear that, you know, this is what's happening. We're, we are going to give this a shot. And if it doesn't work, we need to understand that no one else should be involved or, or just don't get those, that many people involved. Like that's just the shitty part is like, 
when you're when you're reeling in people into your relationship when they don't need to be, then you make it harder for them, especially with the breakup, because now they're like, uh, like, I don't know what to do. Like now I definitely feel like I have to choose sides, but you don't want to do that. But now don't so don't be that don't be that couple that puts those people in that situation. And I feel like people do that. People be that couple where they're like they'll tell everyone everything and they want them to be so involved. And it's like when it comes to their breakup, it's like, oh, like you why are you hang out with her or why are you hang out with him? Like whatever, blah, blah. And then you're just that friend who's like, fuck, well, sorry, I I don't know what to do. Like, you know, you fuck with them mentally, too. So don't don't be that couple. Don't do that. And I think that that's the shitty part about being about dating within the same friend group is that you're just obligated to fucking choose sides based on the breakup and it fucking sucks ass <laughs> but what really sucks is when one of your friends decides that they want to date your ex now the question is what do you do in that situation and we had discussed this um on the radio as well and it was like we were all just kind of like uh that's a no-no you know like that's a big no like that's your friend but then there was other factors that came into it now it's like was this a serious relationship or was this like a ditzy relationship was it like only a couple months like it was whatever or was this a relationship that you were with this person for somewhat years you know and the other question is is it your best friend or is it just like a friend that you know you don't really have that strong of a relationship or all that like is that what it is and then it's still a matter of like okay like does that all matter or is it regardless no don't date your ex like don't date my ex or whatever kind of thing and then I was like does that fall with like this also impacts like the bro code the girl code you know what I mean like I just think that for me personally I was like listen like I don't think for me, I would want my friends to date my ex, whether, you know, best friend or not a friend, just because it's like, you know, you probably have seen what I went through or you like kind of were just like around during the breakup and what I went through and how I felt about it, that it might just be awkward. Um, bringing that conversation up in the first place is so awkward. Just being like, hey, um, I'm kind of interested in so-and-so. Like, how do you feel about it? Whatever. Like, does that, then you're just like, okay, wait, has this, have they talked about this conversation before? Like, is that why they're asking me? Or, you know, they want to talk to them. And I, I, and if I say no, am I going to be that person? Like, you know, you, there's all these emotions that go through your head and you don't know what to do. I just I already said it I was like sorry like I don't think I could ever be okay with one of my friends dating my exes like it just doesn't work like that and the worst part is it's like that person's now gonna bring the ex around and you're just like damn I just went through this whole thing where I don't have to worry about seeing them around and now I do or you know you just see them having like a better time together than like how you guys were and you're just like fuck like okay like clearly we're never you know what I mean like then you kind of just feel like you're going through this the whole breakup stages again when you just finished going through it so it's tough I I personally just was like no I don't think I would ever be okay with one of my friends dating an ex because or you know but roles reverse I don't think my friends would be okay if, if we dated each other's exes like it just doesn't work like that I don't think it it's kind of a good thing I think it leads to something maybe dangerous it's kind of hard and we were even talking about it and we were comparing it towards like the TV shows like Ross and Rachel or How I Met Your Mother and Barney and Ted and Robin. Like Ted and, you know, Robin. Okay, spoiler alerts. But like Ted and Robin, like they had like this on and off relationship and then go ahead and then there's Barney who's like asking Ted and all that stuff. And it's like 
that's such an awkward situation. And Ted obviously was like, oh, like, yeah, whatever, like help you out kind of thing. But it's like, in reality, that's the same thing. It's like, how do you feel like, how do you say no when you, you really want to say no, but how do you do that without being that person or hurting them? And like, same thing with like Ross and Rachel and like Joey really liked Rachel. Like he wanted to do that and like date, you know, Rachel and ask Ross and Ross is like, I'm fine. Like I'm fine. But it's like, he wasn't like, he wasn't okay with it because it's like, you still have those feelings that like you knew you had a connection with that person. It's fucking weird and to know that your friend is now going to date them. Like they're going to be around and they're going to, you know, just it's everything is just going to go through like this weird feeling and it's just not a good thing to go through. So I definitely on that idea of like, your friend wanting to date your ex is like a big no-no and I think that should be like set from your friendship in the beginning like dude listen like don't take my ex I won't fucking date yours like you know what I mean like bro code girl code kind of thing and I feel like that should be kind of reciprocated in the other way around too like they shouldn't you shouldn't be able to come to them and be like oh can I date your ex and then be like "Eh, yeah whatever like it should be the same equal both sides you know Okay, and with all of that, I think we're at the end of the episode. And yes, we are at the end of the month of love segment here on Amber's Happy Hour. And I know I ended it off with breakup, but I hope what I said and what was being told throughout this whole podcast was really helpful. And, you know, hopefully it helps someone go through a breakup or, you know, what it is that they have to go through and be like, okay, you know what, this is normal. What I'm going through is everyone goes through it and all that stuff. And hopefully it helped and it was really beneficial for you guys. And I honestly hope every episode about the month of love was beneficial for you guys, whether it was the beginning, you know, the relationship parts of the girl's perspective and, you know, my parental's opinion and then the boy's perspective and now the breakups. And I hope Leading up to that, um, my ideas to talk about dating and all that stuff really helps with you guys. And I hope you guys enjoyed it because I had so much fun making them. They were like really, really fun to do. I was really excited for this month. I was looking forward to it for so long. And I was like, yes, finally it's here. But then no, it's finally ending. What? It's so crazy. But um, there's going to be more coming up in the next couple of months. I got some fun ideas up my sleeve. But if you guys have topics that you guys want me to discuss or you guys have any questions for me and like stories you want me to submit or want to submit, sorry to me, you can use the anonymous form that is linked in my Instagram bio, which is Amber underscore happy hour. Follow me there for all updates on episodes, kind of cool, funny polls and questions that I have on my stories. And then you can also click the link that's in my bio to send in those questions, stories and feedback and all that stuff and topics that you want me to discuss. Other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, If you're going through a breakup, don't worry. You'll get through it. Just go through that tough tunnel. As scary as it sounds, just go through it because at the end of it, it's fucking beautiful. You're going to love it and you're going to do amazing. I wanted to end it off on a song, but I feel like copyright can't really do that. But I was going to play my sad song. But you can follow my In My Feels playlist, which is on my uh, Apple Music, which is Amber Sandu 11, or my Spotify, which is Amber Sandu 11 as well. And you can see my In My Feels playlist on there as well. So you can be in your feels with me while we listen to some good ass songs. Uh, other than that, I will see you guys all back here next week on Sunday Funday at 5 p.m. for another happy hour. Bye. Bye.